I am so excited to introduce Neutralite. This company has been around for 80 plus years. They were green before green was even a thing. They have the world's number one kids and adults vitamins and kids and adults probiotics. This company uses the power of plants from seed to product to nourish and support you and your family's immune systems so you can have fun and enjoy living life together. You know, personal testimony, I had allergies for years and couldn't even be in the room with dust or cats. And the only thing I've changed since then were my vitamins and supplements. They truly cleaned out my system. And now I have three cats. Don't spend another penny on low quality vitamins that invest more in advertisement than the product. Arm yourself with Neutralite vitamins and probiotics, and they have so many more things that will keep you and your family happy and healthy. Also, you can earn points towards cash with every purchase, and with purchases over $99, there's free shipping. Stop losing sleep and time with your family and get back to life with Neutralite. The link is in the show notes. If you're tired of desperately trying to do enough, if you're looking for joy and peace in your educational pursuits, if you think classical education and delight-directed learning aren't mutually exclusive, if you believe memory work is valuable but lists of facts seem boring, if you want true, good, and beautiful education but you don't want to squeeze it into a one-size-fits-all model or externally impose schedule, then join Amy at humilityanddoxology.com and bring wonder and delight back into your homeschool. Join Amy at the five-day winter wonder challenge and get more than $200 in free resources. Again, that's humilityanddoxology.com. Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is S.J. Rawson. She is a children's author, reading specialist, and blogger. Her first children's book, The Lamb, which is now available for pre-order, has a story that comes at a time when children need to hear a positive message about unconditional love and its redeeming work. However, so cleverly, S.J. has weaved basic math concepts into the story as well. She earned her bachelor's in liberal arts with an emphasis in elementary education from Regis University and attained honors as summa cum laude. Her focus on reading intervention was awarded a certificate of literacy. Her work studies were geared towards teaching applied evidence-based reading strategies to help children from preschool to middle school, love to read. She shares many of these strategies in her online reading course for parents and tutors, The Three Easy Steps to Reading Success, which you can find in the show notes. In this episode, we talk about how homeschooling can be flexible and how it can work into any busy schedule, thus debunking the myth that homeschooling is just for stay-at-home parents. Homeschooling your child is also both a blessing for you and them, creating a warm bond between you and your child as you guys explore and learn together. Lastly, 
how homeschooling allows children to learn at their own pace, interact with learning in ways most public schools just can't provide, thus creating highly educated, enthusiastic, and independent thinkers. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper, because you're not going to want to miss what SJ has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Today, we have SJ Rossen, author. SJ, say hello to our guests and listeners and tell us, what is a misconception you feel most have about homeschooling? Well, hello, and thanks for having me. So the misconception that I had before homeschooling my children during the COVID pandemic was that being a full-time working parent, that I wouldn't have the time or the structure uh, to provide the environment uh, that they would need to meet the appropriate learning levels. But I did find that homeschooling can be flexible and you you can work it into your busy schedule. And it's not just for uh, stay-at-home parents. I love the fact that you brought that point up because I think there's a lot of parents out there that don't want to send their kid to public school and they want to be able to homeschool them. and And they're just thinking... I work, so I can't. So there's no other way of doing it. You know, like they're not thinking out of the box, but you are like you really thought out of the box and you went for it. You're able to homeschool. You're a children's author, literary specialist. You're a blogger. Like you do a lot, but yet you still have the time to homeschool because you like the flexibility of it. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And so we work it into the schedule, homeschooling during the evening hours and on the weekends and taking a lot of field trips and just really being a hands-on real life experiences. I love that. And I, I wish I had you as a mom because I definitely would have loved to have slept most of the day and did with school at nighttime. Oh my gosh. Well, how old are your kids? Are they almost in their teenage years? Are they still pretty young? So they're eight and 11 now. Okay. So they're they're like preteen or well, going into the tweens, going into the tweens. (laughs) I love that phrase. They're going into the tweens. So they're probably getting to a point where like they can sleep by like nine or 10. They're in that place where they're growing and everything. That's really cool. And they're probably able to, you know, have more energy later on in the daytime. And then I just think it's such a great idea. And I know it had to be scary to do because you didn't do it before, but what was that thing that just kind of pushed you to be like, I can do this? Like, what was that? Because I know that there's a mom right now listening and she's thinking like, oh my gosh, I want to do this too, but I'm so nervous. Um, I think it was just putting the kids needs first with everything that's going on in public education and just saying, you know, I need to take control of their education. There's just so uh, many great resources out there now for homeschoolers and curriculum. And it's just amazing. And anybody who doubts it, my eight-year-old actually went up a reading level. I really believe that of the flow of it and the and the flexibility of it. It doesn't have to be rigid and it just can be, you know, just sort of learning through everyday life. And, and you'll see that your children will just really blossom in that setting. And that's true because learning happens all the time. Learning happens every day. Learning happens with everything that we do. And I love the fact that you're talking about a holistic life, not just like a segmented, like, hey, you're going to go to school and we're going to go into these different classes and you're going to learn these 
different things. Like, you know, you really can learn everything together and it doesn't have to be so separated. And I really do. I appreciate your candor. And I really appreciate your strength and the risk you took because you did. You took a risk and you went for it. A little off topic, like what have been some serendipities of just you being with home with your kids and being able to learn with them? Um, You know, it's just a cozy, warm environment. And it's just, I think just seeing them learn and the light come on. You know, my 11-year-old, she was behind in math and actually through um, homeschooling, she's now at grade level with math and she's enjoying math. And, you know, I just think, and even there was one day where during the winter months and they made, they decided that they were going to have a hot chocolate stand. And they went out and they sold some hot chocolate and they learned about money and business and profit and what it takes to operate a little small business. And so it was just a really fun time. And they did it with another family of homeschoolers in our neighborhood. So as a group of children, they sort of got to have that entrepreneurial experience, you know, and a real life experience with that. So. And they collaborated and they communicated and they socialized and they learned economics. And I mean, how many times do kids get a chance to do entrepreneurial things so young? That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, those are just some really cool serendipities. And I just wanted you to share that because kids are only young once and you get to go through this one time around they don't stay eight and 11 forever. You know, they they go on to the next ages. And how awesome is it now that you're able to like watch them? You're the one who gets to see the eyes. Wow. You know, and also I probably work through some challenges that you may encounter, but that also builds relationship and it builds, you know, bonds. So that's beautiful. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. So I want to talk about you. You're an author. <laughs> you <laughs> You've written some books. So tell us about the book, your most recent book, the children's book, The Lamb. It's a picture book. Is it your first picture book? Yes, it is uh, my uh, first picture book. And I wrote it, you know, a while ago. So my children are actually my grandchildren that I'm raising. So I actually wrote the book for my daughter when she was in kindergarten. I wrote the poem. It's a, it's a rhyming story. And I wrote the rhyming story for her just because I wanted her to learn to count to a hundred, but I didn't want it to be this just where she's looking at flashcards and just kind of memorizing the numbers. I wanted her to have a full literacy experience with a, a nice engaging story that would provide a meaningful way for her to learn to count to a hundred. And so that's kind of where the idea of the book started. And then with my own grandchildren, I thought, well, I think it's time to get an illustrator and really put this book out into the world. So I have this wonderful, just great friend and illustrator. Her name is Lon and she lives in New Zealand and she illustrated the, it's a 32 page fully illustrated, you know, full color book. And she did the illustrations and they're just absolutely beautiful. They just really bring that uh, rhyming story to life. And I saw on your website, you have contests too for kids who had the best drawing and you put them up there. That was so cool. Yeah. So we, we've been running contests and, you know, we've got pre-orders available and just doing a lot of things to help the community learn about this book. It's very special to me. And I just, you know, strongly believe in it and the message that it carries and the extra. It's not only a heart, you know, just a wonderful message, but it really appeals to the three R's being a reading specialist and 
doing a reading intervention for most of my education, it's important to me that children are reading a beautiful story and they're getting a rich literacy experience. But on top of that, they're also engaging all of their learning styles in the experience. And they're also in, engaging in intellectual experience with the three R's, the reading, writing, and arithmetic. So I really try to incorporate that into my uh, stories. I believe that's important, but in a fun way that, again, puts the literacy experience first. How would a parent be able to use your book on a daily basis to educate their kids? Like, would they just read it like a book from Charlotte Mason or is, does it come with like lessons? Um, so it's really just, it's a children's picture book, but it does come with a gaming app as well. The shepherd boy counts the sheep and puts them into the fold. It's a beginner to intermediate level game where children can count by ones to a hundred to bring the sheep into the fold and then counting by twos, fives, you know, as they get more advanced, it's for ages three to seven. So as they advance in their counting, you know, they can count by twos, you know, fives, tens and, and whatever. And, you know, you can even multiply them. I mean, there's so much you could do with it as they get, as they're more advanced in their mathematics, but so it does come with that a gaming app as well but really meant to just be a cozy reading experience between the parent and child and also just spend that extra time counting the sheep and that that sort of thing so that's cool how did you come up with that idea in my mind i never would have connected you know reading a book and then hey let's make a gaming app that's very innovative like how did you come up with that idea so my illustrator, Lon, she is in, um, she's getting her graduate, her master's degree in 3D animation, and she is focusing on educational gaming apps and that sort of thing. And uh, she brought that in and she's absolutely amazing. So that was her idea. And she's just very, like you said, very innovative and it's just exciting to have that for the kids and their parents. So. Yeah, that's really cool, especially when you have like a partner or, you know, someone who comes alongside with you to collab with and they take your thing to the next level. And you're like, wow, I never even thought it can go there. And that's what I love about collaboration. <laughs> I really do. And you bring a bunch of brains together. It's fantastic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, this really can work for almost anybody. So. Another question, like, okay, so with a lot of new types of learning styles, I mean, there's so many of them. I mean, there's like the gifted, twice exceptional, there's different learning challenges. I mean, you name it, there's just everything. So how does your book engage all of them? So it does engage most, most all with the, you know, the seven types of learners, the visual, auditory, uh, verbal uh, logical, physical, social, and, and the solitary learner, the, the visual, just the beautiful illustrations will just bring the visual learner right into the story. And the rhyming story is going to bring in your auditory and your musical sort of learner. It almost reads like a song. So, and again, the physical learner, you could definitely come up with extension, you know, an extended activity for that. I know this wonderful parent that uh, pre-read the book, she actually blew up balloons and had her little one, you know, gathering them up like sheep in the yard, you know, so there's definitely that extension for the physical learner and the social learner, you know, you could get together and act out the story together, you know, in a home group environment and that sort of thing. So 
And again, for that solitary learner, because it's such a predictable story, they pick up the book and read it on their own when a parent or somebody isn't reading it to them and really learn to memorize the story and basically read it on their own after a while. Yeah. And don't forget that app. <laughs> you can oh, use yeah. that app. <laughs> that app is going to be your awesome. logical learner, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. So where would they be able to get your resources? Where can they find you? What's the call to action for connecting up with you? And do you have any other books and things like that? Um, this is my first book and I'm also working on a second children's picture book. That's in the editing process now. And then uh, once it's edited, it will go, Lon is going to illustrate that book as well. And then I'm going to start on a uh, children's fantasy novel. So I've got a lot of, a lot going on in the future. So Yay, <laughs> excited awesome. about that. but this particular book, anybody can connect with me on my website at sjrosson.com. And right now we're doing pre-orders. We've got some rewards, uh, three levels of rewards for anybody who would like to pre-order the book and uh, they can definitely find it there at this point. So, Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. It's been really great just chatting with you and getting to know you a little bit better. So as we're wrapping this up, is there one big takeaway or a testimony you want to share, a big takeaway you want to leave with families and parents from our conversation today? I I guess with my personal testimony, I just really felt led uh, by the Lord to write stories during this time, especially during this time for the children in our culture at this time that are positive, that have a biblical message, but again, that include that intellectual content uh, for the young readers today. I think this book is relevant now more than it was when I wrote it for my daughter. It really helps us get back to teaching children about community and unconditional love and sacrifice. And I just think we need to raise our children to be independent thinkers. And, you know, I believe this comes through the ability to read and reason with the text. And so, you know, I've spent many of my years also teaching struggling readers. I just really think it's just a magical moment when a child realizes that they can read. And I just think it's a great moment for, for them. So. So how long did you work with kids? You said you worked with struggling readers. How long did you work with them? Uh, So I did get my bachelor's degree in elementary education, and I focused on uh, reading intervention. And I tutored struggling readers and tutored children in small groups for about probably over a decade, probably 15 plus years. I did that. So, Oh, wow. I loved it. It was so exciting, you know, to work with a child and then watch them get to that point where they loved to read because they knew that they could. And it's just a really magical moment. So It's powerful. Love to read because they knew that they could. Wow. That's awesome. SJ, thank you so much for coming on today and just sharing about your book and really just all of your wisdom and in your experience. Really appreciate you just taking time out with us today. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.